Sometimes a hand gets a little slippery. Are you excited to be here this morning? I'm excited. I, f- I sense a hunger. Praise God. Hungry people. Glory to God. The best atmosphere to receive from the Lord. Amen. I want to welcome you, those of you that are visiting for the first time. I know you've done heard announcements, you've done heard offering, you've done heard welcome, everything, but that's because we love you. Amen. Hallelujah. If you're visiting with us, we want to welcome you to the Power Love Church where Healing Rivers flow, where if you open your heart, your life won't. Is that my friend? Wait. If we. Love and Action went out yesterday. To invite people. Is anybody here from yesterday that I'm, 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 I'm seeing faces, but <laughs> praise the Lord. Yeah, Love and Action went out yesterday to invite people uh, to come to the outreach that's happening Saturday. And uh, 57 people received prayer and gave their lives to Jesus. I forgot about that. How can I forget about that? But I'm looking around just to see the faces. I see faces that have come back. Praise the Lord. That's a good thing. Amen. You're either going to stay through the service or run out of here. But if you stay, you're good. Amen. Hallelujah. My mother's in the front row. Okay, I see. She's moving on up. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Praise God. Well, we have water baptisms tonight. Not tonight. After service. We do have service tonight. I'm going to continue on spiritual maturity part two. Don't miss it. Last week, Sunday night, we had evangelist Sarah, uh, Michael and Sarah with MJ Ministries. How many of you were blessed? Hallelujah. If you weren't here, go ahead and watch. You can watch the video. But water baptisms are after service today. And if you signed up, I'm so excited for you. If you didn't sign up and says, I I haven't gotten water baptized, I want to get water baptized, do it. Amen. But I didn't bring clothes. Who cares? Ever got wet going from on the rain from your car to someone? Who cares? Do it. Amen. Obey the Lord and your life will be blessed. Praise the name of the Lord. So I'm excited for that. Glory to God. If you have your Bibles, go ahead and turn them to the book of Romans. I'm going to continue probably the last day, uh, week on, on um, the necessity of divine direction. How many of you have received something from these last? I've, I've gotten good feedback. And so um, it's important, amen, learning how to hear from the Lord. Especially in the times that we are living in, you know, there's a lot of voices. There's a lot of noise. But it is important that you, you know the voice of your father. Jesus said, my people know my voice and they hear me and they follow me. And the voice of the stranger they do not know nor follow. And so there's ways that facilitate you being able to hear the word of the Lord. You might ask, can God really speak to me? Yes. He can and he will and he wants to. If you allow him to. You know, whatever whatever you decide to do without, God will let you. Meaning if you want to do without being directed from the Lord, God will let you. Go ahead and, 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 and take whatever route, do whatever you want, but there's consequences to everything. 
And there is terrible consequences. It could cost your life not, being, not uh, heeding the direction of the Lord. Amen. So it's important that you know that, that God will speak to you. And there's ways that God speaks to you. And maybe how he speaks to somebody else is not going to be the way he's going to speak to you. Are you with me? I was reading um, a, a book from Dr. Paula Ninchi. And it's, it's called 30 Secrets to the Top. I've been sharing a lot on it on, on the lives. How many of you have been blessed by that? Hallelujah. The place at the top is your place in God. It's not one dragon on the ground, one defeated. It's one of victory. Amen. And so um, he was talking about, uh, um, he was talking about, you know, the direction of the Lord and uh, being led by the Spirit of God. And, and how many of you know that, that that's, the be, that's to put you in the place that God will have you to be? Amen. And so he was saying that, he says, if you think, and, and it's not always going to be the, 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 the least resistant path, you know, it, 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 it might take pressing but if you just press through, you'll break through, glory to God. <laughs> and a lot of times we want, we think we want the easy. And, and, and that's, easy is not always, you know, but even though it might be resistance, God empowers you. Amen. Where he leads, he guides, he provides, glory to God. And so he was saying, th he says, have you ever been on an airplane and looked down? How many of you have done that? I look down. I do it all the time. And then you see the rivers. He says, have you noticed that rivers are not straight? Crooked. They, they, they're, they're formed crooked. Yay or nay? Yeah. And he says, the reason why rivers are crooked and are not straight is because the water, the river, looks for the, the path of least resistance. So if it if it wants to grow this way but it's it's raw it's hard right there then it, it the water makes its way a different direction because it doesn't press through he says and a lot of times people live that way and that's why their lives look crooked <laughs> like that river it, it, you know they they want to they don't you know they don't heed to the voice of the lord they 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 just look for the easy way and, 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 you know, and they, if there's like a, if they have to push hard this way, then they're like, well, I don't know about that. Let's go this way, you know? And, and it was this way where they were supposed to be, but you know, they, 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 they turned. And so their lives begin to look like that river crooked, like a roller coaster. When I surrendered my life to the Lord in 2004, when I, you know, completely said, I'm, I'm going to surrender the Lord, serve the Lord all the way, one way. Hello? All the way one way. Not ankle deep, waist deep, but all the way deep. <laughs> um, I remember there was a leader in the church. Beware of these kind of leaders. And that leader said, you know, the Christian life is like a roller coaster. You're up one day, down the next. It's like this, like this, like this. And I, I was like, that didn't register with me. Because I knew enough that that, that was not the life of a Christian. That, that was my life before I surrendered my life to the Lord. Up and down. One Sunday I'm good, the other Sunday something, you know. And, and so it's important. It is very important uh, to know how to hear the voice of God. Amen. So have you found Romans chapter 8? Beginning in verse 12. 
it says, Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if ye live after the flesh, ye shall die. But if ye, if you, through the Spirit, do mortify the deeds of the body, of the flesh, you shall live. You see, God never asked you to do something without empowering you. When we gave our lives to Jesus, he put his spirit on the inside of us, the Holy Spirit. We are born of the spirit and the spirit helps us. Amen. And so for as many as are led by the spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself bear it witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and join heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also glorified be also glorified together so for as many as are led by the spirit of God they are the sons of God the necessity of divine direction you can go back this is probably like the fourth or the fifth service on this topic I gave you the 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 the, the blessing of of being able to be directed by the Lord last week and so it's so important uh, it's so ne necessary to have divine direction. Uh, number one, to avoid the traps and snares of destruction. It's important that you're at the right place at the right time. At the place called there so that you can avoid the traps and snares of destruction. God will help you. He knows the beginning and he knows the end. He knows what's behind you. He knows what's ahead of you. And if you just get in tune with him, and I'll help, I'm going to show you how to get in tune with him, uh, then you'll, you'll find yourself avoiding the snares of destruction. Have you ever, uh, 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 have you, were you ever scheduled to go somewhere and you felt within yourself not to go? And then you obeyed and you're like, something happened and you're like, thank God I didn't go. Or you felt to go this direction, and then, uh, uh, and you were supposed to go this direction, but you obeyed the inwardness of the Lord, and something over there happened. Has that ever happened to anybody? And you were like, thank God that, that the Lord led me, and you avoided the snares of destruction. Hallelujah. The necessity of divine direction will help you avoid running life in the wrong direction. It will avoid pouring energy and effort in the wrong direction. Nobody wants to waste time, right? <laughs> Hallelujah. It will help you even avoid putting or investing resources in the wrong endeavors. It's important, right? To hear the voice of the Lord in every area of life. 
It would help you avoid the tragedy of wrong associations. It would help you avoid existence without expectation. Have you, I, I, I've been there. Lord, is this all there is to life? There has to be more to life. But, 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 but you know, when, when, when the word is not preached and, and, and you're not familiar with God's will for your life, you're existing without expectation. And that's not God's will for you. Say, that's not God's will for me. Hallelujah. So, how to access the voice of God? How many of you want to know that? Well, number one, you must be born again. You must be his sheep. Amen. Say, I must be born again. If you're not born again, right before service, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you an opportunity to give your life to Jesus. Hallelujah. So if you don't know that you belong to Jesus, if you've never recall a moment where you surrender your life to the Lord, don't worry. Today is your day. Hallelujah. You'll never, we'll never, uh, uh, you'll never come to the power of church without you having an opportunity to give your life to Jesus, to receive salvation, or to make things right with God. So you must be his sheep. You must be born again. John 10, 27, my sheep listen to my voice. I know them and they follow me. That's what Jesus said. Amen. That's what Jesus said. So when you give your life to Jesus, you are born of the spirit. You are, you know, you are in the family of God. Your father will begin to speak to you through his word. Amen. Another thing that you must have is you must be desperate for his voice. If you desire the voice of God like you desire food or water, you will hear from the Lord. Amen. You will hear from the Lord. So you have to hunger. You have to be desperate. For the voice of the Lord. Say, I must be desperate. In Hosea 6.3, it says, Oh, that we might know the Lord. Let us press on to him, to know him. He will respond to us as surely as the arrival of dawn or the coming rains in the early spring. Oh, that we might know the Lord. Let us press on to know him. And then it says, he will respond to us. As surely as the arrival of dawn or the coming of the rains in early spring. As surely as the sun rises every morning. Surely is the faithfulness of the Lord. Hallelujah. So, press takes effort. You can't be casual. God, that I may know you. God, I'm desperate to hear from you. Heed. Listen with the intention to hear and understand. There's people that are here but are not here. Amen. What do you mean, Pastor Sandy? They're here. Can you see them? No, I know there's people that are here, but they're, they're not here. 
they're thinking about something else. Are you with me? So be here, be here. Press to know him, know him. God is not withholding from you, amen. I'll say this again, God will leave you to do without what you are willing to do without. What does that mean? If you are willing to do without hearing from God, God will leave you to do without divine direction. Amen. So God speaks to people directly. God will speak to you. Say, God will speak to me. He's given you the privilege of being his son, his daughter. And he's given you access. Say, access. To the throne. Amen. You don't have to go through a curtain and talk to somebody about somebody. You can go directly. That curtain has been torn. He's made you priest. Hallelujah. And you need to know that. So they, where's the throne, Pastor Sandy? The throne of God is at the prayer altar. Where is that, Pastor Sandy? Wherever you begin to open up your mouth, hallelujah. You can access the throne of God driving on your way to work. You can access the throne, you know, of God wherever you're at. Glory to God. Come boldly to the throne of grace. Approach it. As you begin to open up your mouth. So God speaks to people directly. You can read in the book of Hebrews. Uh, and, and the result of people's faith. That was radical. Brought, brought forth radical results and reports. Of people that pressed through. To hear from the Lord. There were people. Men and women. That God spoke to directly. In Genesis 26 verse 1. It says. There was a famine in the land. Besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech. King of the Philistines in Gerar. Then the Lord appeared to him and said. Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. So God spoke to Isaac directly. And, he, and it, it was, it was a, a famine just like it was in the time of his father. And the word of the Lord came to him. And God helped him to where to go. And as Isaac obeyed, say Isaac obeyed. You know, I always tell people, when you pray for wisdom or when you pray for God to show you to do something, don't forget to pray for boldness. <laughs> because what he might show you to do might scare you. And he done told you, but now you're like, was that really God? And you won't act on it. And I always say, when you pray to God to direct you and God to show you, pray for boldness because God, have you heard? Be careful what you ask God for because he's going to show you. And he might not show you in the way that you thought. He's going to show you in line with his word, but it'll be, it'll be a little like, okay. Has God ever told somebody? It's happened to me in the past. God said, 
you know, I, I was a medical assistant and, 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 and God will say to do something. And I was, you know, I was so, I, I would pray. I would speak to the Lord. I want to be used by the Lord. And God will say, talk to this person or lay hands on this person. I'll be like, what? And then you, you, if you're not careful, you convince yourself. And then disobedience will, will appear in a form of wisdom. You got to have wisdom. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, and then I, and the Lord, and the Lord said, you, and then after that, because it feels ugly to disobey, because have you ever God told you to do something and you didn't do it? And, and, but God used somebody else to do what God had told you to do. That's like the worst feeling. Cause you know, you missed it. Repent quickly. Don't beat yourself up. Just repent and say, father, I for, forgive me. So that's what I started saying. I said, Lord, give me a boldness so that when you show me to do something, I'm going to do it without even caring or thanking. I just want to obey you. I don't want to miss it. Amen. So obedience, hearing the voice of the Lord and obeying the voice of the Lord results in the blessing of God upon your life. The Bible says that because Isaac uh, uh, hearkened to the voice of the Lord and went in the direction that God told him, he, in the midst of a famine, the Bible says that Isaac sowed. And reaped a hundredfold return in the midst of a famine. God will take care of you. Too many people are trying to figure out how God is going to take care of them instead of trying to get acquainted with God and connected to be sensitive to his voice. God will help you. God brought you this far. Amen. He will help you. Glory be to So God will speak to people directly. Do you believe that? You believe God can speak to you? Hallelujah. Yes, he will. Glory to God. God, well, you can access the voice of God also through his word. Say through his word. In Isaiah 34, verse 16, in the New King James Version, it says, Search from the book of the Lord and read. You cannot desire to hear what God it, it wants to say to you without reading his word. Amen. You access the voice of God through his word. Search from the book of the Lord. Search. Seek. Read. It says none one of these shall fail. Not one shall lack her mate, for my mouth has commanded it, and his spirit has gathered them. Oh, listen. The Bible says that God created us in the image and in the likeness of God. Amen. God spoke the world into existence. The Bible says, God said, let there be light. And light was. The Bible says that God spoke and said, let there be light because there was darkness and confusion on the face of the earth. And when God spoke and said, let there be light, the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord hovered upon the face of the earth and brought forth light. When you get the word of God on the inside of you, you have the same ability. You speak and then the spirit of God works on your behalf. Seek out 
the book of the Lord and read. The Amplified Classic says it really beautiful. It says, seek out the book of the Lord and read. Not one of these details of prophecy shall fail. None shall want and lack her mate in fulfillment. For the mouth of the Lord has commanded and his spirit has gathered them. God will speak to you or you will access the voice of the Lord through the word of God. Can someone say glory to God? Psalm 34 verse 5. It says they looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. They looked to him and were radiant. And the Amplified says their faces will never blush in shame or confusion. Looking to God means having total dependency upon God. Amen. And when you look at God that way, to hear from the Lord, to inquire of the Lord, the, the Bible says that your face will never wear shame. Hallelujah. They will never, your face will never blush in shame or confusion. Why? Because you have totally dependency on God. Blessed is a man that puts their confidence and trust in God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. In Hebrews 10, Verses 5 through 7, it says this. So God speak to us through his word. I'm still on that one. Amen. It says, therefore, when he came into the world, he said, sacrifice an offering you did not desire, but a body you have prepared for me and burn offerings and sacrifices for sin. You had no pleasure. Then I said, this is speaking of Jesus. Then I said, behold, I have come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do your will, O God. He says, I have come, this is Jesus, in the volume of the book. I have come according to your word. God will speak to you and you will go according to the word of the Lord. To do the will of God. Hallelujah. He said, behold, I have come in the volume of the book. It is written of me to do your will, O God. The NLT says, then I said, look, I have come to do your will, O God, as it is written about me in the scripture. Do you know that it is written about you in the scripture? And you must search out what God says about you through the scripture. And when you discover what is said about you, then you too will go in the volume of the word of God. <laughs> And how many of you know when you go in the volume of the word of the Lord, you're going to be at the right place at the right time. 
You're not going to be like that crooked river. There's going to be a river gushing out of you, making way for you by the Spirit of God. Jesus even found where it was written of him. The Bible says that he opened up the scroll and said, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. For God has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor, to set the captives free, to restore sight to the blind, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He found where it had been written of him. Have you found what has been written about you? Or are you still waiting to hear God's voice on that area? (laughs) God will speak to you. Through his word, there's a lot that God has to say about you. He says you are blessed. If you belong to Jesus, he says you are blessed. He says that he wills that you prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. He says you are healed. He says you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. He says if if I'm for you, who dare be against you? He says, I know the plans and the purposes I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you, give you a hope and an expected end. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. So let's continue. You know, God speaks to us through his word. And it is important that your dependency is totally upon God. God has to be the one whom you run to. Who do you run to? (laughs) When you need direction, you need to run to the Lord. Amen. Thank God for the people God has placed in your path, but you need to go check out what God has to say first. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So he has to be number one. Matthew 6.33, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you, including direction. Amen. Hallelujah. So God speaks to us through his word. The next time you need to hear what God has to say, get in the word. But if you get in the word, direction will, keep, will just be like a perpetual thing that will come to you are you with me you'll know what direction to take you'll know what God says because the spirit of God will prompt that word that has been deposited on the inside of you and you're you're not always going to have to stop and pray and stop there's not always going to be time for that but if you pray you know uh, uh, and if you get in the word and prepare then life is so much better (laughs) praise the Lord hallelujah in Psalm 29, verse 3 to 5. Hallelujah. It says, the voice of the Lord is over the water. How do you access the voice of God? You access it through his word. The voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. So the voice of the Lord is over the waters. The water is a type of the word. Amen. 
The Bible says in Ephesians 5:26, he that might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word. So the voice of the Lord, it's upon his word. That's what it's saying. The voice of the Lord is upon God's word. I want you to say that the voice of the Lord is upon his word. Amen. So God will speak to you through his word. The Lord, number three also, you can access the voice of the Lord through his spirit. Amen. Amen. In John 16, verse 12, you might say, Pastor, you're reading a lot of Bible. I think I'm standing in the church. Amen. (laughs) That's what we're supposed to do. (laughs) And, and, And you wondering that probably need to hear from the Lord. And you're not catching it. Who's that, Pastor? I don't know. I'm just saying. Jesus said in verse 12 of chapter 16 of the book of John, he said, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. However, say however, when he, the spirit of truth has come, he will guide you into all truth. Jesus went on and said, he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. The spirit will speak. And he will tell you things to come. How do we access the voice of God? Through the spirit. He will tell us or he will speak to us things to come. He will glorify me for he will take of what's mine and declare it to you. Oh, can somebody say thank God for the Holy Spirit? He said all things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I said that he will take of mine and declare it to you. The Holy Spirit, Jesus said, the Holy Spirit will take of my, what is mine and declare it unto you. Oh, that's powerful. The Bible, Jesus also said in Revelation 2 verse 7, he who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. So he that has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying. Because he is speaking. Amen. He is speaking. It's not that, you know, he's not, it's not on his end, it's on our end. Amen. The Spirit of God speaks through the Spirit. Glory to God. He's speaking all the time. A lot of times the problem is, is that we're, we're cluttered with a lot of other voices. You know, the, 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 the 12 series you said and watch of, I don't know what, on Netflix. <sighs> you know, that person that calls you about a hundred times a day, thinking your ears are trash can and you allow it. It's just pouring into you. Pour, 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 pour. R.W. Schambach said, your ears are not trash cans. They're not just for people to dump on you. Help somebody. 
Amen. Help somebody. Because it, 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 it's, it's getting in you. Amen. And so it's important that you choose wisely what you're intaking. But I tell you that if you pray unto the Lord, that if you take time waiting on the Lord, that if you engage uh, in the Holy Spirit, that if you uh, let the word of God dwell in you richly, you're going to know the voice of God and you're going to follow his direction and you're going to praise him. Hallelujah. Because he will cause you to be in the place that he will have you to be. Glory be to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. The Spirit of God speaks to us through his Spirit. So how do we tune? Let me help you a little bit. I already said you must like tune the TV down a little bit or a lot. I don't know. But there's things that we can do to tune in to the voice of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Have you ever felt like when you try to pray or you try to get in the word, but you're reading, but you know you're not concentrated because your mind is like bombarded and you have to shut your mind up. If you're going to be effective, if you're going to hear, you can't you can read, you know, and try to read with your spirit. And then your mind is, that's why the Bible says, fix your mind on these things. Whatever is true, whatever is lovely, whatever is, if, if something is bombarding you, it doesn't leave you, give it to God. Because you want to engage in what God, God wants to speak something to you. He wants to show you something. He wants to tell you, but, but you're so cr overcrowded with just things in your mind that are pulling you in different directions. So you have to fix your mind into thinking whatever is true, lovely, and of a good report. The Apostle Paul said, fix your mind on these things. And when you do, it'll be so much better because you're engaging in the word of the Lord and you're, you're, you're giving it your all. You're not no longer, and if, if, you, if you notice that your mind is trying to go this way, you're like, nope, in Jesus' name, I gotta get focus. <laughs> Amen, you shake yourself off and you're like, no, in Jesus' name, I'm focused. Hallelujah. That ever happened to anybody? No? Yeah, it happens. Because it's noisy out there. It's no, you know, it's noisy in the home as well, I can imagine. And so, how do we tune in? Let me give you some things. Probably like four or five things. And then we'll go to the second part of the service, which is baptisms. Amen. Hallelujah. So, number one, we tune in to the voice of the Lord or to hear the voice of the Lord or to tune in. We must be spiritual. We must be spiritual. I thought I already am. Okay, well, if you are, you are. Then you're hearing very clearly. Amen. We must be spiritual. In 1 Corinthians 2.14, the Bible says, But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him, nor can he know them because they are spiritually discerned. So you must 
be spiritual. In the Amplified, it amplifies it a little bit better. It says, but the natural, who is the natural man? The unbelieving man does not accept the things, the teachings, and the revelations of the Spirit of God. For they are foolishness. They are absurd and illogical to him. And he is incapable of understanding them because they are spiritually discerned and appreciated. And he is unqualified to judge spiritual matters. So, you must be spiritual. And you are spiritual because you are born again. How many born again believers I have here? <laughs> that is why, you know, a carnal man or unspiritual man cannot receive the things of the spirit. Nor it can know them. And you get frustrated because you're trying to get somebody that is natural to understand spiritual things. And you don't understand that they, don't, they cannot understand spiritual things until they become spiritual. And so don't get frustrated. Lead them to the Lord. So they can be spiritual and they can be like, aha. You might say, well, pastor, what if they don't want to receive? Then, then pray for them. Ask God to put somebody in their path to lead them to salvation. But don't get frustrated because they think it's foolishness. Are you with me? But if you're spiritual, if your life is spiritual, then you can access the voice of God. You can tune in to the voice of the Lord. Amen. Glory be to God. How many spiritual people are here this morning? Glory to God. Praise the name of the Lord. The Bible says in Romans 8, 6, to be spiritual minded is life and peace. Who's thankful for that? Hallelujah. To be spiritually minded is life and peace. Look, before that it says for to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Glory. Who's thankful for life, for spiritual life and peace? That's what we become, spiritual people. Amen. Because we are born of the Spirit. Glory to God. So number two, because it's more than just becoming spiritual or born again. The Bible also says... In Galatians 5, 25, that if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. So not just being born again and become spiritual because we're born of the Spirit, but we must walk in the Spirit. Our lives must represent who we are. Spiritual. Newborn creatures. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians 5.17, if, 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 if any man, any woman, well, it doesn't say any woman, but any man is referring to both. If you are in Christ Jesus, if you've given your life to Jesus, the Bible says he is a new creation. That means that 
somebody, a new creation is somebody that never existed before. He didn't fix her up or you when you gave your life to Jesus. He didn't just put some makeup on you to make you look a little bit pretty or cute or whatever or new. The old life died and the new life has begun. The Bible said that he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, behold, he makes all things new. It's like you never existed. People might think you look the same. You look, you, you must be. No, no, no. Hold up, buddy. I'm not. No, no. That person died. Glory to God. That person died with Jesus. But I've resurrected to new life with Christ Jesus. Somebody shout new life. That's a spiritual life. Led by the Spirit of God. You see, we used to be led by the, you know, I, we, we, I am a spirit, number one. I have a soul, mind, will, and emotions, and I live in the body, this earthly flesh right here. And so now, spirit, man, is Lord over my body. My soulish realm, my mind, my will, and emotions is serving to the spirit of God in me. And the flesh is slave. That's how we live now. Being led by the inwardness of the spirit of God living on the inside of us. Hallelujah. Before anything our little bitty eyes wanted to see, we had no control over it. We seen it and we shouldn't have been looking, but we looked. <laughs> and where did that get you? You did everything your hands wanted to touch. You touched everything. You stepped into everything. You had no control because you were natural. But you're no longer natural. You are now born of the Spirit of God. You are born of above. You are spiritual and have been empowered to live the life that God has called you to live. No longer. The Bible says that sin has no dominion over you. You no longer, because you're spiritual, have to say, you know, well, uh, so whatever made me do it, you no longer live like that. Now you live a victorious life because you are led by what the Spirit of God is saying. And not only does he speak to you, but he empowers you. The Bible says that sin power is broken over your life. You're no longer a slave to sin. You used to be a slave to sin. You couldn't help yourself. You didn't used to have control over yourself. But thank God that the, the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead lives on the inside of you. That spirit will quicken you to do the right thing. That's why the Bible says that we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. We, the Bible says, let the weak say we are strong. Yeah. It says not by might, not by power, but by the Spirit of God. Yeah. <sighs> Hallelujah. That's why your tripping days are over. That's why your ups and downs days are over. That's why your days of struggle are over. <laughs> Jesus. It's, 
and empowering life by the Spirit of God. If the same Spirit, not a twin of the Spirit, not the Spirit's cousin, the same Spirit that rose Christ from the dead. Death had no hold on him. He broke forth so that you can break through. <laughs> I almost fell on top of you, babe. You wouldn't mind that, but we're in church. Not just kidding. <laughs> he. <laughs> That's my husband of how many years, babe? Before it's gonna be in August. <laughs> How many of you enjoyed him on the live? <laughs> they want you back. They want, they want you back. Because they said, I should have let him talk a little bit more. I said, he said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Death had no hold on our Jesus. The Spirit of God broke him out of the grave. For you. That's why... We can break through out of anything that is not your portion. Woo. You see, if the same spirit that rose Christ from the dead lives in you, that means that you are empowered to break forth out of every situation. Any situation, if it's not written of you, it doesn't belong in you. you don't ever have to be stuck never see I, I live I used to think like that. I used to live like I grew up in church I was in church and stuck that will not be your story in Jesus name because you come into you come to a place where the the word of God is preached but I live it's not right for you to be a carrier of the life of God and be suppressed, be depressed, afflicted, addicted, suffering. The devil is a liar. And God's word is truth. God loves you. He has provided the best for you. Somebody shall break through. So you see. Your breakthrough is not somewhere. Get it and get this in your spirit. Your breakthrough is not somewhere. Your breakthrough is in you. And you are a carrier of breakthrough. How do I release it? Well, no. The word of the Lord will push forth. Once it becomes a living reality in your life. That's why the Bible says the word is like a hammer. (laughs) 
Jesus said, I am the way. The same spirit that rose Christ from the dead lives in you. If he is the way, he will make a way where there is no way. God, your source. God, your total dependency. Get your eyes on Jesus. And when you do, and when you engage in his word, when you know what you are carrying. Yeah, pastor, but I just got saved. The, lead, the littlest in the kingdom of God is greater than John, the Bible says. You just had given your life to Jesus. Have more power than the toenail, if he has any of the devil. Do you know how powerful you are by the spirit of God? But the devil has lied to people and framed their mind thinking, you're nobody, you're weak, you're, you know, you're never going to do nothing. You're always going to struggle. And then you agree. Yeah, the struggle is real. Yeah, you know, and you begin to see you. The Bible will be a mirror to you that when you begin to look at yourself in the Bible, God begin to show you what you really are. You begin to, to not just read it, but really believe I can do all things through Christ. I do have a purpose in life. The devil is a liar when he tried to get me to commit suicide. He did, Jada. I will be driving. I worked the 8 to 5 for like almost 20 years. I was a medical assistant. I was so depressed. Oppressed in my mind. I was very mental. And it's not a bad. God gave you a brain. Amen. But it's a it's dangerous to not have your mind renewed by the word of God and it was dangerous to me because it wasn't renewed and he would uh, I will you know we've gone through so many things and and and, and it hurts and and bitterness and this and you you know you're the type of person that never releases anything so you're like carrying it carrying it carrying it like, <laughs> I'm very like acting right today it's okay, it's okay. and then, then I used to be driving and I used to be driving on 45 can you believe I worked on Red Oak for 15 years never thought I'll be pastoring a church right around the block isn't that something how God works that I used to look out the window and says I always had that feeling I know there's more to life than this anybody ever or you might be there right now I know I know there, there has to be more to life than this and I, and I, but so much, so much, so much, so much, so much was going on. I would be, I would take 1960, catch 45, Bellway A to 59, exit Hopper Road. <laughs> For years. And I would zone out. I would zone out because I would play everything in my mind. I used to, I used to play everything out of, you know, you could... <laughs> Used to play, and then the devil used to tell me, just ran your vehicle. Keep driving till you, boom, hit somebody. I used to get those thoughts. And then after I did that in my mind, like I killed myself, I would like, I would look at my funeral. How the casket was there. And then I'll start weeping. <laughs> and then what happened was, I, I, start, I, had, I started, I had started going to church in 2004, and, and now I was, I was hearing it different, like the word of faith. The word of faith started coming in, and it was, the word pierces. 
It cuts. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It begins to get on the inside of you. And little did I know that it was getting in me. And I had heard a message about the joy. And, uh, um, and, 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 uh, and then um, whenever I would, I would and, and this pastor said, you know, the joy of the Lord is your strength. And uh, um, in the presence of the Lord, there's fullness of joy. And, and in depression, the devil loves that atmosphere. But he can't stand joyful atmosphere. <laughs> and so I'm like, this is a very depressing atmosphere right now. So he said, you know what? If, if, sometimes you're not going to feel like, ha, 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 ha. But listen, let me help you. Let me help you stir the joy in you. And the pastor would say, say, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> just, <laughs> and I would remember that in the midst of planning my funeral and committing suicide and all that. That's why it makes me so, I, I get so, I love to, I love to see the captive set free. I love people to come here one way and leave another. There's been people that after they left here, they were going to commit suicide. But the devil is a liar because they came to the right place. Their lives changed. <laughs> I hate what the devil does to you. He lies to them. Some people buy the lie and they feel like there is no hope and they do it. That's why it's a serious thing. And then so I started thinking, I, I got to change this. And I would, and I, I didn't feel like laughing. I was, I was going through a lot, Yolanda. I was going through a lot. Ever been there? Yes. Yeah, I remember Yolanda used to come by herself, worship the Lord, and He's coming. He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> he came. Praise the Lord. <laughs> People are radical. They're soul winners. They're like, and so the the Lord, the, I felt the Spirit of God say. Because the Spirit of God prompts you with promptings. I'll get there, but I don't know when. But there's different, one of the ways that he prompts you, there's like an, mm. but a lot of people don't acknowledge it. They think something, something's telling me. <laughs> Instead of saying, you know, you, knowing, recognizing the inwardness of the Spirit of God. Stop calling him something. The Holy Spirit. Amen. You know, it's like a knower. Anybody know that? It's like a knowing, like a know. And so I started, I, I, there's an inwardness prompting of Sandy, just, I'm with you. I'm with you. All of a sudden, in that state of depression, in that state of, you know, dying and planning my funeral, an inward voice of the Holy Spirit, the inward voice said, I, I, I have a plan for you. The devil's trying to make me think that, they're, that my life was done. Can you believe that? Hello, he's a liar. And, and then, and then I, I, I felt like just start laughing. And I'm like, you know, it was so bad. My brother-in-law used to take that route. And one time he told me, man, I was trying to get your attention, but you look mad. He told me that like three times, Peter, right? He says, I was trying to like, he says, you were like, it's my husband's Cadillac. I was like, I drove it like that too. <laughs> he said, you look mad. I said, I am mad. I didn't tell him, but I thought, I am mad. I'm mad at everything. I'm mad at the world. I'm mad at everybody. <laughs> and, uh, and so he said, start laughing. And, and I remember what the pastor had said. This was so important to hear the word. Amen. 
being preached, teach. And I started going, ha, 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 ha. And then I felt so stupid. I felt like the devil was laughing at me. Like, and then I started going, ha, ha, ha. And then I started crying. <laughs> but I trusted. I trusted what the pastor had said. There has to be that trust. If you don't, you know, you don't trust. You have to trust the message. Amen. I trusted the message that was being delivered by the pastor. So I was like, <laughs> and then I went from crying to. <laughs> <laughs> then I was just like, <laughs> and then I, yes, that breakthrough came in from within. And I started laughing and then crying, laughing. I love to laugh. I love to laugh. My husband said he married me because I made him laugh. I said, that's it? That's the only reason? <laughs> There's a guy, I don't know if y'all seen him, he's, he does flips and everything, with like no shirt and everything. And I, and I think somebody like got him a job because now he has the Statue of Liberty costume and he's flipping a sign and stuff, which is great, but he's really ripped. And I told my husband, he's really ripped. Like, man, those flips in there. He goes, no, he's, he's born like that. <laughs> I said, for real? He goes, yeah, he's born like that. <laughs> I said, oh, okay. <laughs> he's, he's talented, though, for real. <clears throat> So I started laughing and I was like, I was like, I started laughing and it's like a, a gushing, a gusher. And I just started laughing and I was like, I was like, thank you, Jesus. I started praising him. I started saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You're so good. And then immediately the, 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 the lies of the enemy began to be exposed. And, I, and then you realize, I can't believe I played out my whole funeral. I can't believe I was heading this direction. Father, oh, I repent and I thank you that you have great plans for my life. I thank you that I'm going to live long. I thank you that the numbers of my days are going to be fulfilled. I thank you that there is hope. I thank you, Lord, that the joy of the Lord is my strength. And I just began to praise the Lord, worship the Lord. I was laughing. I wasn't faking it anymore. I wasn't trying to force it anymore. It started that way, but then it's just like a gusher. And it changed everything. I learned to do that. I learned to immediately, the moment I started getting myself in that state of going that direction, I already knew if I didn't, if I didn't put a stop to it, where it was going to head. You have to immediately, when you, you, know, you see yourself thinking a certain thought or whatever it is, put a stop to it in the name of Jesus. Cast down every vain imagination that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. Bring it into captivity. With the word of God and begin to declare the word of God. God loves you. God has a wonderful plan for your life. God will speak to you. God will show you. God will direct you. In Jesus' mighty name. Give the Lord some praise for his goodness. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God is so good. God loves his children. God loves you. He loves you, and he's not done with you. Do you believe that? I want you to say amen. amen. Praise the name of the Lord. Whew. 
so, he said, if we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. That's a life. In the Amplified worship team, you can come up. I'm going to have to finish this Sunday. Next Sunday. Maybe. The Lord willing. In the Amplified, it says, classic, it says, If we live by the Holy Spirit, let us also walk by the Spirit. If by the Holy Spirit we have our life in God, let us go forward walking in line. Our conduct controlled by the Spirit. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Let me give you this scripture. Romans 8. In Romans 8, 12. It says in the Amplified, hallelujah. So then, brothers and sisters, we have an obligation, but not to our flesh, our human nature, our worldliness, our sinful capacity to live according to the impulses, say impulses, of the flesh, our nature without the Holy Spirit. For if you are living according to the impulses, of the flesh, you are going to die. But if you are living by the power of the Holy Spirit, you are habitually putting to death the sinful deeds of the body. You will really live forever. For all who are allowing, see, you have to allow it. It's not something that is, you know, if you for all who are allowing themselves to be led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. You must allow yourself to not just be, you know, uh, know that you're born again, but to walk in line or in accordance with the word of the Lord. And expect just that, that God says in his word, you can have. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Have you received something today? Yes. 